0: shawty low they know they know he is we got him with two segments this week three man we jc smith we got the boss man going to my man in memphis he has football Bowl party this past weekend off the chain and clicks i saw the videos in the group my man was getting in trust us records it's jc smith what's good bro
1: i am
2: what's going on boss
0: Man, no much, bro. Just, uh, you know, children the ATL, just trying to come off this football high, get ready for, you know, Atlanta Hawks all star weekend, going out to LA because two Hawk players are playing the Rising Stars game. So I got, got my <laughs> eyes set on Kelly. I'm going back, back to Kelly, today. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: that's what's up, man. That's how you do it, though. You
0: better believe it. Now, bro, I want to get to you today, man. Three man, we will talk some basketball, Dave, because, bro. The Pistons will be in town tomorrow on Sunday playing against the Atlanta Hawks, man. Blake Griffin is regaining now. It's the Pistons. We can say it again now. Detroit basketball! They got Blake Griffin up there, man. Trying to see about the seats up there at the new arena. Little, little season's arena up there. Van Glee trying to save his job. Him and Drummond seem playing well so far. So, my man, how you feel about the trade of the Pistons getting Blake Griffin? How far can they go in the Eastern Conference playoffs with Blake Griffin and Drummond playing a good two-man, 2 hour game down up, up there in Detroit, the Motor City?
2: I think, I think it's a, you know it's a good trade, man. I think Blake, I know he was shocked, surprised to you know be traded by the Clippers, but you know the Clippers weren't going anywhere. Of course, now you know kind of star power is starting to go back to the east now and with blake going to detroit you know i think it's gonna be a great situation like i said teaming up that one two punch with with Drummond, you know on the inside there man with the inside punch so like I said, they've been playing well so far together man uh first game with detroit yeah it was 24 and 10 against uh against my grizzlies here so i think it could be a good deal man and like and i wouldn't be surprised depending on the right matchup I wouldn't be surprised if the Pistons could actually win a first-round playoff matchup.
0: You're right, you know, because they're right below the A.C. right now. New York's probably going to fall out of it. That means you got to replace one of them teams in the Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Miami. you got the Sixers, i see them already. So, of those teams, who do you feel is the weakest link of those East Conference playoff teams that's in that little Indiana range, Milwaukee? You know, though, who you think going to fall out in Detroit going to take their place?
2: I think Indiana. I, I don't think Indiana. Indiana's make, make, they've had a nice little come up this year. They're not ready, though. They're still a couple players away from really, really, you know, uh, contending out in the East. I like what Oladipo's doing, the All-Star this year and everything. But um, I think Indiana's going to fall back and uh, fall, fall out of that playoff race in the East.
0: Yeah, my thing with Detroit is this, man. They—they they, they need a wing guy, and a shooter, and too bad Reggie Jackson's out because they need the guy who can stretch the defense. Because in the playoffs, they can pack in the paint against Blake and Drummond. But thankfully, Blake is now shooting more threes. But do you really want to have him out there just jacking up jumpers like Kevin Love does for the Cavs? So it's kind of a catch-22 to look at it. Hey, you want to have him stretch, stretch, stretch your mouth shooting threes, but if you're getting him out there, you ain't efficient. You need to have him inside with Drummond to play off each other. But the thing about those two guys is, J.C., is those guys can both pass the ball and dribble for their positions.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And, and you mentioned, like, having a wing and shooter out there on the perimeter. man. this would have been, uh, been a good time to hold on to uh, KCP, call Caldwell-Pope you know, throw him a couple dollars for him to stay this uh, past season, for him not to go to L.A., man, you could have really had a really, really nice little uh, trio out there between those three. You know, especially adding Rich Jackson as well uh, when healthy, man. So I think Detroit, like I said, they're they going to do some things the second half of the season, man. They're going to make some noise in the East and I'm really looking forward to watching them in the future and see what pieces they can add add in the mix there to really, eat, to really improve the team there.
0: Yeah, the Pistons' problem is they haven't drafted well. They missed out right. on the draft picks by passing over some people. I think that's what their problem is. They haven't drafted very well, cause you know, free just don't want to sign in code to see, like, like Detroit. They don't want to sign in Detroit or Cleveland after LeBron James leaves Milwaukee. You have to draft guys in those towns and get them for eight years on the, on they're young and they're prime. But Detroit's a hard place to get a guy to sign it unless you really just good. Oh yeah. No doubt, man. Now New York Knicks uh lost uh, our guy Chris Stapps for to A20 CL on a dunk. I seen them play the Hawks on uh Sunday, uh Super Bowl Sunday here and uh the Hawks came back on a weird play after they didn't give base more a free throw and it this was bad for the Knicks the Knicks season is getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and worse, and worse. so the, well, what are you feeling about the Knicks man and losing Porzingis and their attempted rebuilds and retools and that's not working and do you feel that like just one second is in trouble now or the or the injury to Porzingis kind of insulates him from being fired this year
2: man you know what it starts to have a, a unicorn go out like that man the guy he's definitely a cornerstone piece of Knicks going forward man was playing out of his mind this year I think one of only two players in the league uh, this year averaging 20 points and uh, two blocks, him and Anthony Davis. So, you know, it it goes to show, man. The guy's definitely making, you know, his presence felt, you know, on the league, you know, in his first uh, couple of seasons, man. So, I hate to see him go out like that, man. Terrible knee injury, but I'm sure he's going to bounce back, you know, come back better than ever, uh, you know, next season. But, um, it's like the Knicks can just never get right, man. Ever since, like, when was the last time the Knicks was just good, good, good? You know, that I Jason know a couple years Key ago about with five Mike Woodson. They all them old dudes yeah. on the team. with Mike Woodson, yeah. and went to semifinals and everything. Carmelo was doing the same, man. So like I, I I mean, you need the Knicks. You know, you want the Knicks to be to be good, man. The NBA is better when the Knicks are good, when when Philly is good, when, when LA is good, man. You know what I'm saying? You need those three teams to be to be in the mix, man. You know what I'm saying? To make it really uh uh, must see TV for everybody across the country. So, you know, I hope the Knicks get together one of these days, man. But like I said, just poor, poor drafts in the past. Uh, of course, uh, dysfunctional front office. You know, during the Phil Jackson tenure. So, you know, I think the Knicks will get it together one day, man. But right now, they just, they just can't win, man. Can't win for trying right now.
0: Yeah, Knicks, man. They always got something going on at the Garden. And just speaking of Knicks real quickly. They- it's still, the for a story uh, on the show about how Charles Oakley's case got dismissed in, in New York City court, but he's still banned from MSG. That's Dolan still being petty, man. Man, let that
2: man back in the game, man. He's a legend, man. Let him back.
0: Yeah, it's just sad to see how James Dolan is such a petty. I can't say the word on the radio, but you know what I'm thinking. He's a petty he rounds with. Uh, a sucker.
2: <laughs> so, you're petty, betty You're petty, petty. You're
0: petty, petty right yeah, Shout out the radio, here, man. Trying to get the radio in, man. Trying to keep it within the SEC restraints, not go above and beyond what they want us to say here on the radio. Now, the Clippers, they yeah. re signed Lou Williams uh, to a three year contract, third year partial guarantee. Uh, I'm shocked that happened. I thought they would trade him away and get some assets for him. But the Clippers, Hmm, I think they signed him to trade him later in the offseason. I think he he, he came and trade for six months. But I think the how he did Black Griffin, Lou might be on the move when the next season before this season starts. Because you signed him in February and you can trade him away again in the come August, September for a training camp. So I'm thinking, bro. He's on there temporarily. He's balling out, 31 years old, he's balling out, but I just feel like, yeah, I saw what you getting Blake already. You uh, might be trade moving to LA, from LA again, Lou. That's how I feel. How you feel about that, bro.
2: Man, like you said, Lou Williams, he's been doing his thing, you know, last few years, man. You know, he did his thing for a number of years down there, you know, with Philly, um, but made it stop in Atlanta also, man. He's killing down there, so. Like I said, he's a, a guy I would definitely love to have on my team any day, man. And you know you can get him for some good – no, not not crazy contract. You know, you can get him for some good money as well, man. But, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't think I even want to be in that Clipper situation right now, man. That thing is about to go bad. You know, I think Doc Rivers is about to be out of there. You know, they're they about to do a complete rebuild, rehaul, man. Lou Williams deserves to be on a playoff contending team somewhere. I wish he was still in Houston. Just imagine Lou Williams in Houston going up against Golden State this year. I think they could beat Golden State anyway, but just adding him to the mix, man, that would really push them over the top right there, man. But Lou Williams, he's been one of my fan He's been a fan favorite of mine for a long time, man. I've definitely always appreciated, you know, what he brings to the game, man.
0: Yeah. Last question on Lou before we get to go up in his second we got here, bro, is this uh, DeAndre Jordan. Uh, if I'm DeAndre Jordan, uh, I will opt into my contract. We'll get into it next segment about the money. But it's just like the market is suppressed. We saw how these trades not really happening. No, not, not much playable because of these bad contracts from the 16, 17. seventeen. We're we'll getting to more of next segment, but bro, Mr. Andre Jordan, would you about twenty four million dollars knowing you might not make make that back back make that back but over a three year period rather than you can get it all at once next year at the Clippers and then worry about money when it the, when there's more money flowing and adding Nineteen
2: summer. They definitely, man. You know, it's a it's a science to it. You know, these guys, they're so savvy now. You know how they go about. You know, opting in or you know um, all different type of clauses in their contract. They they know how to get their money. So you know, DeAndre is definitely going to do the best thing. You know, for him in that situation, man. And like I said, he deserves. You know, at some point also to be on a championship contending team, man. It didn't happen with Chris Paul and Blake, you know, in L.A., but, you know, I could you see a DeAndre maybe maybe in, in Houston or, you know, Cleveland or anything, you know, going forward, you know, for for the years to come, man. So, but like I said, definitely, man, get your money. Opt in. Do what you got to do.
0: No doubt, folks. JC, I'll be back with more segments of Three Man Weave. Stay tuned with us after this short break. All right, folks, back here, man, with Jesse Smith and myself. we you here, sorry Low again. You know it's my man's back for segment number two. We talking a lot of NBA basketball, like we're talking about let's Get your money. Now, bro. I'm going to read you this right here. There will be this offseason, bruh. It, it's going to be terrible for money if you are a star. The big money crunch is coming. Get this. Teams with cap space. This offseason are as follows. Here we go. The Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> you really, 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 want to sign with the Hawks if you're a free agent? think not. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets at 15 million. Chicago Bulls 24 million. The Dallas Mavericks 20 million. Lakers 35 million. Philadelphia 30 million. The Phoenix Suns 17 million. And that's teams with significant cap space to sign guys. Now, JC, you and I both know. In 1617, a lot of money thrown out, thrown around around the league. But get this you go, this is this right here per ESPN, right here. There are just eight teams under luxury taxes for this offseason. Lots is of gonna offer the mid level exception to eight million dollars. Someone gonna offer the taxpayer mid level exception, and there's so much money. And so, little, so many guys out there But not many guys to make a lot of money So it'll be a lot of those Level deals this summer So Who would have thought JC when the cap spiked up That It would backfire This one for these guys For this year That they would have no money they it's all trying to drop up for them now Because they don't have no more money To pay these guys Because the cap won't rise that Very much this year
2: Yeah man um, It was a You know a, uh issue like I said you know, A couple of years ago when all the new TV money, all the added revenue, and, every, and each team got their share, and everybody was throwing out all these ridiculous, all these ridiculous contracts. You know, like the Grizz, of course, here locally throwing out the contract for uh, Chandler Parsons. But but at the same time, I can't blame them because everybody was getting bad contracts. You know, look at Luau Deen, <laughs> you know, with the Lakers a couple years ago. He got like $60 million. Uh, my God. Got sixty million. You know, they had money to spend. Had to spend on somebody, and those were just the available free agents. You know, in that class that year. But now, like you said, you know, now there's not this great of an increase with the salary cap. Now these owners and front office staff are becoming more fiscally responsible now and don't want to spend that money. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, with the free agent class this year, what type of money is going to be thrown out there. Even though you got some big names, you know, and especially some big, even bigger names in 2019, you know, I'm I'm going to be, I'll be very interested to see, you know, if somebody's going to get that three-year or four-year, 90, 100, 120 million dollar deal, you know, and they're not LeBron James, they're, you know, a second-tier free agent, because that's what the, the second-tier free agents were getting two years ago. So we're going to see what, what happened this summer.
0: Like an example, the Lakers of Julius Randle. Uh, do you let him go out and try to fish an offer of strictly for agency uh, or do you renounce him or let him go and pay him his qualifying offer because if you're a strictly for agent, you're, you're pretty much screwed man like something down there Jordan if I'm him I'm opting in I'm not gonna go out to this market because it says I'm reading right here from ESPN I'm reading exactly what it says from a GM it says and I quote a lot of teams Will not spend the full 8.8 mid-level exception, opting for the 5.4 tax taxpayer mid-level, so they won't get the hard cap apron, and will not be able to make any moves via trades.
2: Yeah, man. Like I said, hey, it's (laughs) it's penny it's penny pitching time now for the NBA, man. So you know, of course, the money is still ridiculous, but it's not going to be at the rate. Than it was two years ago, man. So if you can opt in on the current contract that you, know, that you have now, that'd be definitely the best way to go, man. Because ain't no guarantee you're going to get that, that top dollar on the open market.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, think about this. Now, teams like Atlanta Hawks, or uh, just like in my backyard, may opt to take on a bad contract to use a cap space for a first round pick. Because think about it, that's what the Bulls did with Omer Arshik when the Pelicans think about this it traded Miratis to the Pelicans for Ashik in a first round pick so Ashik makes 19 million dollars so they took pretty much for a first round pick they took on Oshik's contract so think about how much draft picks cost now JC because to take on a bad contract is going to cost you a first round pick at least
2: Maybe right not. right you know, it's cost of doing business, man. You know, what I'm saying, like, at some point, you know, that, that it was going to crash as far as you know the money was being thrown out there, man. I don't know, if the, I don't know if the players realized it back then, a couple of years ago. I Maybe mean, they thought, you know, every every year it was gonna be crazy money like that, but you know, at some point, man, you know, they, the owners just can't continue to throw out money like that, you know. So it's all about, all about you know making them making the the best move. But the most frugal way possible for these owners now and these front office guys now, you know, 'cause they want to make their fill out out the roster, but at the same time, you don't want to just go into the luxury tax and you know blow all that money away.
0: Exactly, and that's why I'm shocked the CBA didn't change too much when CBA was done. Because I mean, like, I feel like there's gonna be a referee repercussions of this CBA once it comes up again regulation because because of what's happening this summer, like the pretty much the market freeze we're having, where guys won't have any have any, have any money to make. And I feel bad for guys who are those lower tier fridges who are fridges this year who don't have they're gonna be stuck on low deals. They are gonna see the money boom again. Like when when nineteen and twenties contracts come off the books, somebody, like, whoa, here we go again, you know?
2: It's exactly, gonna, no doubt.
0: Gonna be a whole cycle of this now. Now, bro, uh, don't you know ask you this about this here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there to you. The Wizards are balling out without John Wall. Now, the, the Bradley Beal said some things. We say, when talking about John Wall?" Outside, put out tweet, putting out in quote teams. Uh, if you John Wall, should you want to rush to get back because they might replace you? Because the guys gonna be playing very well without you it's going to be happier that you're not even around to be around, around the roster to be on the team. They're just happy you're not around. So if you're John Wall, you, you want to get bad fans before they, they don't realize and don't realize, it, whoa, you can go and get rid of John Wall. We're playing better without him.
2: I think there's something to be said as far as the Wizards playing better as a team without John Wall, but you're not going to advance to the playoffs without John Wall. You're talking about a guy who well over the last couple of years has been what top three in assists? You know, I mean, come on now. So it's not like he's a ball hog or he's not. He's not Carmelo when he's out there. He's he's definitely you know getting the ball to the right guys and making things happen out there. You know, so he's definitely sharing the ball and and the team has been winning. Like I said, you know, I think right now I, I think John Wall he casts a, a big shadow in that locker room as far as being a. I can say he's not, I'm not saying he's a selfish player. But he's a guy that has to have the ball in his hand to be effective. You know what I'm saying? He's a, he's a point guard. He's one of the top point guards in the league. But he, you know, say he needs that rock to be successful. And at the same time, without him out there right now, I think it's going to be a blessing in disguise for the, uh, the Wizards going forward. Because now, like I said, other guys can get confidence knowing that hey, you know, I can get I can get going. I can get my shot going without John being out there. So when he comes back. You know they'll have that confidence and then you need a john wall in the playoffs to have any chance of beating a cleveland or a toronto you're not beating them without john wall so you know it's something to be said about them playing better in the regular season but give me john wall when it's postseason time
0: now we got this also bro is this that uh the hawks gm travis sling said that lebron is the one who put out their warriors that Warriors rumor it, it wasn't the Warriors it was LeBron's people put out, that put out their rumors to the Warriors and LeBron trying to control the narrative and he tries to put out things to manipulate the Cavaliers and it's not gonna work and he's just using the Warriors as, as fodder uh, for him and also to get in their heads what's your feeling about Travis Sink, the Hawks GM coming out and saying this and out and, and, and opened it he feels like LeBron trying to mess with the Warriors and manipulate the Cavs by throwing that rumor out there he may go out there
2: and take somebody's place Man, this is too much drama for me, man. This is nothing but a soap opera. It's WWE, <laughs> you know. Like the the whole—I mean, it, it just didn't make sense from the start. Like, and I don't know who put it out. You know, LeBron's camp, whoever. It just—it's it, dumb because you know at the end of the day, LeBron would look like a complete idiot, a complete fool to join the Warriors, Now Why would he? You talk about somebody ruining or tarnishing their legacy. Like there is no recovering, there is no coming back. You going to the Warriors if you're LeBron James. You already took a bad rap for going to Miami. You know what I'm saying, but he kind of you know he cleaned up. He cleaned up that part by going back to Cleveland. But if you went to the Warriors, man. That that'll be the weakest, most punk. You know what move uh, a superstar? Maybe we're talking about maybe the second best player of all time, next to Michael Jordan, could ever do. So the whole whoever put the story out there, maybe I'll. Like I said, to get in the Warriors' head, I don't see how that's going to mess up <laughs> mess up the Warriors, you know, what they got going. The only thing that's going to mess up the Warriors is themselves and maybe Houston Rockets. But other than that, I don't see uh, that story being out there bothering uh, the Warriors, even Clay Thompson, uh, to be more be more uh, specific. And
0: final story, this is, bro, we want going to cover real fast with you. What about Kevin Hart trying to, trying to get on stage with the, with the, with the trophy, and they are going the NFL Network and drop an F-bomb?
2: Hey, my man was litty. <laughs> every, lit. <laughs> every day we lit. Every day we lit. Yeah, man, he was enjoying himself at the Super Bowl, enjoying his hometown team uh, when their first uh, Super Bowl ring, man, Kevin Hart. Uh, hey, like I said, he, he definitely had a couple embarrassing moments by trying to get on the podium. I mean, he should have been just happy with being on the field, first of all. You know, he had the suite and everything with his boys. They were. You know show the video they were drinking in the suite and everything having a good time like i mean just to get on the field you know you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's level to this bro. You, know, you are world famous and everything but you're not about to get on the podium man like exactly. just be happy you was on the field exactly my man took a level like, to it man
0: he took a new level on that one bro trying to get the trophy man like, yeah be happy on the field bro
2: yeah He's humble, man. You know what i Yeah, come on, now. I'm like, Drew, you know, I think, okay, of course he was drunk, but at the same time, hey, fame, fame is a monster, man. Fame is the worst drug known to man because it, it, it could definitely blow your head up to make you think you're bigger than what you are. Like, you could actually walk up on a podium for a Super Bowl celebration, and you didn't, you didn't play not one down <laughs> with the team. You know what I'm saying? But they, they were gracious enough to let you on the field, though. You gotta, It's level to it, man.
0: It's level to this, like you said, bro. Well, look, bro, before you go, something about what you got going on at the world famous Clicks Billiards
2: over there in Memphis, Tennessee. That's right. You know, Clicks Billiards Sports Bar in Memphis, man. You know, we got the number one party spot, number one party spot in the city, man. It goes down each and every Saturday night. It's going down tonight, so. We got the Valentine's Valentine's day, uh, ladies day ladies' night thing going on tonight, man. It's going to be so popping ladies. Get in free before 10. we handing out roses. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. So, fellas, make sure you take care of your ladies. Valentine's Day, man, if you're here in the city. Bring your lady out to Clicks. Fourth Bar is going down. Number one party spot. Your boy, JC. No
0: doubt, folks. Hear the commercial on the show. Clicks. Sports bar Memphis, baby JC. That's our three man weave boss. We hit it, bro. Hey, talk to you next week, my man. Hi, my guy. All right, folks. Three man weave. We out. John with you John This is a different and unique John It's a celebrity edition Of The Boss Report All stories involving celebrities Who we know I just love to talk about so We're going to try something different On the show this week No Florida men This is The Boss Report Brother
1: <laughs> No Florida men at all Zero
0: None
1: Oh Jesus I don't know I don't know how to feel About that
0: I don't feel great About it myself But I'm trying to Appease our new listening audience <laughs>
1: man you got i mean all right well go easy on me i'm not these celebrities i hope they're like 19 you know 1990s celebrities so i'll actually know what i'm talking about
0: uh you may have a couple in there that you may recognize a okay couple. okay well folks we're gonna hit it off now so folks you've been waiting on it it's time for it it's here it's the boss report first word john is this. it's a girl Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott welcome their Burying the Trap Seed baby, and Auntie Kylie reveals the
1: Chicago West to the world as well. So, is there a name on this uh, this child yet? Stormy. Stormy? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, th- that, that's what my daughter was telling me the other day. She was talking to me about this, and I <clears throat> she said that nobody knew that Kylie Jenner was pregnant until like way late in the pregnancy. Is that accurate? She kept it hidden. She always had her, her stuff. I kind of feel like that's actually a good thing. Like most celebrities are like out there selling baby bump pictures and just putting it all out there, right? Like kind of capitalizing off the pregnancy.
0: Exactly.
1: And she was more like, uh, you know, secretive about it, I guess, or private about it, which I, you know, I can see that. Um, going both ways, like being excited about having a baby, you know, as a celebrity, I guess it's, it's kind of a big deal for your fans and whatnot, but she would seem like she was more private about it, um, which I could understand too, you know, you don't want everybody in the world, you know, open your business 24-7, I don't know, man, good luck to that kid though, because that family is, <laughs> that family whacked is, out at <laughs> whacked out, bro, <laughs> so, 50-50 on that one. We got that way
0: to New York. The Amigos, Mama, are set to perform on Saturday
1: Night Live next month. So, I give me Amigos' song because I'm not, I'm not familiar. So you gotta lay one. Out Look, at my dab. Look at my
0: dad Look at my dad, or bad and bougie, or handsome and wealthy. Versace, 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 Versace. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah
1: Montana. Okay, so I know who those I know I know that now. Okay, I know I know those uh, songs just from here. My, my exposure to like some of the newer music that's out there is from driving uh, my daughter back and forth to work and school and whatnot. You know, because obviously I can't touch the radio when she's in the car. She's it's her radio. Teenagers, that's their radio, right? Yes, it it doesn't matter what you're listening to. You could be listening to their favorite song, but they'll change it anyway just because that's their their time to shine. You know, they wanna they wanna show show the world for what they know about the music world that's out there so <laughs> I don't know I think that'd be a good that's a good musical act for Saturday Night Live right? Yeah, the
0: Migos hey I, I love all their songs Motorsport Stern Fry Emmett uh, Smith Tony Romo they got songs about them as well it's like high energy you know
1: high energy um, yes, and the Migos be a Hawk games, which I like as well. Maybe they'll be on the court playing next season after the, exactly. <laughs> after the after the Hawks ditch everybody. Exactly.
0: We got this one. We got Scammy Sunday. Real Housewives of New York's Ramona Singer is accused of billing Bravo for designer
1: clothes and having her assistant return them and get the money back, and give it to her. Okay, so. I, The original show in this genre was the uh, the, uh, Housewives, uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County. Was that the first one?
0: Yes, then New Jersey, then Atlanta, then New, New Guinea yeah, Miami. This is the whole franchise of Real quote
1: Housewives. Okay, and so I've never in my life seen an episode of this show, okay? Neither A- have I. Any of them. So am I, am I to gather that they basically – aren't really housewives, they're just, they're like, maybe, they're just like... Think about them as more crappy basketball wives who are married to people,
0: or divorced from people, but it's a couple of house, housewives, and have entrepreneurial businesses going so they on the show, it's more so else a name entirely, but some of them are, some of them aren't.
1: Okay, so that's not necessarily the, the whole, uh, that it resol- revolves around being an actual housewife, it's just kind of the name, the, the name they went with. Yeah, the genre, yeah. Um, Okay I've never seen it before So I'm not gonna Rip on the show or not I mean, obviously It's been around for a bit So it must have Some type of viewership You know
0: Yeah, I ain't seen A David
1: in my life But I don't know <laughs> <see> what <happens. laughs> We should do a real A real just Like real Housewives Of Jr. and John Yeah, that, that uh, I might get Damn from radio and TV If I do that <laughs> Just so us Laying around on the weekend Eating chips <laughs> that- on the couch <laughs> Jeff, Jason J.C. popping in.
2: What up? What up?
1: <laughs> Try to take us to Coles. <laughs>
0: exactly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to Coles. <sale. laughs> That's Coles cash, man. I love it. I love it. Exactly. We got this. Prison
1: Base.
0: Suge Knight's fiance sends to three years in prison for a shady
1: probation violation. Okay, so um, the First thing that pops in my head, Jared, okay. Suge Knight is that he hung vanilla ice out of a, off a balcony, like up in a hotel That's somewhere, great. right? You that royalty money. Dude, Suge is a straight thug, right? He is. Uh, hey, uh, I'm not scared
0: of too many men, man.
1: He came out of the,
0: uh, that whole, uh, Compton Row, scene, didn't he? Yeah, Death Row Records, Ruthless Records, Easy
1: Eating, all them brothers, NWA Compton. Dude, see, back in the day, like, I don't think, I don't think. People like young kids, maybe twenty—I would say even twenty-six and below, twenty-four and below—don't even know the like the roots of that um, that group of guys that came out of Compton. Those dudes were like real, like straight-up gangster. That was—it was more gangster than it was rap. Like they came from yeah. that life into rap, as opposed to now, the musicians. You know, the they. I'm not gonna say all of them, but a lot of them play to that that lifestyle, and they pretend that they came from that type of lifestyle, or they try to, you know, put that out there like they're hard. But these dudes were for real; like they were they were legit, you know, gangsters. it. We got this.
0: Where's the music? Starting July 1st, Best Buy will no longer carry CDs in the store, and Target may follow. Suit.
1: You know, I saw a. I saw a little spot on the news about this and they actually went so far as to say they're getting rid of the CDs JR but they're actually by contract the they're still going to have vinyl in the store for a period of time after the CDs are gone. Wow, which shocked me even more because I I mean I had no like the only people that I know buy vinyl are, you know, collectors. So who what collector is going to, you know, Best Buy, Target, big box stores to, to buy vinyl. I had no idea they even carried it. I didn't either, brother. I, I, that's news to me. Right. So on, on the boss report, bra- breaking dishwasher. breaking news. We interrupt this program. Vinyl is still being sold in stores. Well, we need get a Memorex tape back then. Bring those back in. When were we talking about the the floppy disks? What conversation was that? It was an off air conversation, wasn't it? I may
0: have been, I don't, I remember, the con- I remember the convo, but maybe, I think it may have been off that conversation, but yeah, I remember that, yeah, when I saw, uh, you know, homeboys come roll up with a floppy disk, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> floppy disk, my man, really?
1: Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, my man rolled up at the Kinko's with a floppy That's disk. what it was. <laughs> and he don't look at him like, dude, floppy disk?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh that's great you know because everybody's got like three thousand of those in their attic somewhere <laughs> completely unusable at this point exactly like for real like
0: dude really yeah no nah, literally i'm looking at in my office right now i have like a a thing going in my little container here they got dust on them of course but they got <laughs> dust on them
1: you're I'm using them as coasters for your glass?
0: <laughs> yeah literally in my office right now i have Properties that have not been used, maybe '98, maybe, and they got dust all over. I, I'm not lying, literally, right? Literally, I'm not lying. <laughs> Jesus, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna need to, to sell those goodwill probably, or just trash them. I'm never gonna use them obsolete <laughs> because I don't know what. Just like
1: those AOL discs, because, like, dude, no, literally, dude, I saw some AOL discs literally at, at the store the other day. You mean, like, the, the free trial discs? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, shit, The
0: free trial discs, like, are, are you kidding me?
1: Who's using that? That was it, though, back in the day, bro. That's how you got on the net. Exactly. If somebody
0: calls you and trying to download it, you you all
1: Oh yeah Absolutely If you were on Napster Trying to download some music Free some Some pirated music Back in the day You could find anything On Napster But it would take like Three years Because it was Dial up connection And then if somebody Called and interrupted Your your download You were Definitely not happy Not at all Folks Two story warning people Two story
0: warning First story is this Congratulations on the order For Cal's Backup point guard Derek Rose after Prego biracial Be- Becky, Alana, and him tied a knot during his break from the cabin in which he was contemplating retirement and came back with dreads in his head. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Was, you know, he, had a, he had a lot going on there. <laughs> exactly. He had a lot going on on that little trip, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> so he got married, huh? Married,
0: knocked up, Threads. Jeez, trifecta,
1: right? Exactly. Trifecta on that one. A triple play. <laughs> How is his, uh, I guess, wife now? I don't, I don't know who that is. Is she uh, a public figure? or Is she attractive? She's a, she's a model, and
0: she has a nice figure. On it. he did good by her. <laughs> good. God bless him.
1: Happy yes, indeed. Happy to hear it. Why
0: also the boss for this, John? Remember Charles Oakley's assault case of MSG? It got dismissed, but my man is still banned for me from Madison Square Garden because
1: Garden staff is scared he may pop off again. Well, I mean, I don't I guess I, I can understand that perspective from the staff, but I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, let's review that. Okay, that case. It really probably should have been dismissed, right? It should've, yes. So Jim
0: Dolan's being petty.
1: Right. So I mean it's really not I don't know, as far as I'm concerned. I I guess if you work there and you wanna be up in your feelings about it, yeah, you might be scared about it, but at the end of the day it's just it was like a one off situation. I doubt the guy's gonna be up there, you know, causing problems every time he's there.
0: Exactly it's still Jim Dolan being petty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, John. got through our first celebrity boss report ever on the Boss Show. What's your take on today's all celebrity report, man?
1: I liked it because it kind of keeps me keeps me more tuned with today's pop culture. I, I have to be honest with you, I kind of kind of fell off a little bit there with my pop culture knowledge. So I think that uh, th- once in a while, having an all celebrity boss report is a good thing for me. You know, keeps me on my toes, makes me keep keep track of what's going on out there.
0: Yes, indeed, well, folks. JR and John, Boss boy. And if you don't know,
3: now you know, you know. B2J.
4: Consulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach T Will 24 or Instagram TravisLWilliams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607.
0: For the boss support, JR and John giving it to you. It's another celebrity boss support right here with JR and John. Bro, are you ready for some more celebrity talking on the boss man? So, we did a boss support previously with celebrities. We want to do another one. How you feel about the first one, brother?
1: I feel like I'm, I'm kind of hitting my stride here. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good. When I first started it, I was kind of a little, little suspicious of it. You know, you told me there was going to be no Florida man, so I was a little. You know, thrown off by that, but I feel like I'm hitting my stride here. All right,
0: folks, about to jump into it, folks. So, you've been waiting on it. It's time for it. It's here. It's the boss report. First story, John. She's back. Copious cake cutter offer. K. Michelle returns to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. But is she part of the franchise, she trashed her franchise previously in previous to two since she left. The Kate Michelle, John, has been a copious cake cutter offer. She trimmed down her uh, plastic surgery, drawn up bosom and her, you know, uh, wagon that she had from Dr. Miami. Now she cut it off and it's more uh, tamer than before what it
1: was, John, and it hurt me and, my feelings. <laughs> <as well. laughs> it's, it's I, I can only imagine your, how your feelings were. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I hurt my feelings. <laughs> so I, I bet you there's a lot, a lot, a lot of women that have serious issues and regrets with some of the plastic surgery that they've had in the past, past uh, you know, and they have to go about changing it at some point. I would imagine she would be one of them because she had, she was pretty busty, right? Yeah, she had a top and the bottom, brother. And uh
0: she has since trimmed it all down. Said she wanna love herself. Because she, she was quote thick before she before she even got it, she was thick.
1: So she had the front back and side to side, huh? Yes. Hey, listen, man. I mean good for her. Uh just I wish her the best. Hope she's happy with her with her new look.
0: You better believe it. We got
1: Chef cooking with the sauce.
0: Aisha Curry reveals revealed she's pregnant again with her and Steph's starry child. So, chef is getting it in, brother. He's hitting threes and my ways than one.
1: <laughs> He's taking care of business, man. <laughs> my, my God. You know, I I don't uh, – I, I had, like, when the, the Cavs were playing Golden State in the finals, you know, going, when they're in game, right, I always have, like, a negative opinion of, of Steph uh, during those battles. But he seems like a pretty smooth cat, right? He seems like a pretty – genuine dude he's relayed back and cool yeah so outside of that you know that matchup when your team's competing with with his you know i can imagine he'd be one of those guys that gets under your skin because he just buries everything right in your face he's throwing up what you think are junk shots that he hits on the regular it's really got a no i would imagine it's really kind of you know frustrating as an opponent but he seems like a pretty cool dude so good for him
0: yes indeed we get some horrible story Bronx teacher made black students lay on the floor, then stepped on them for a lesson about,
1: quote, slavery in the olden days. Oh, oh my God. Dude, wait a minute. Please tell me the teacher was was not white. The teacher was white. Oh, my God, dude. That makes it ten times worse. Sometimes worse. I mean, if a black dude did that or a black teacher, it's it's bad still. But oh my god, what is what do people what, like? What goes through your head when you do that? How could you possibly? How could you possibly think that's going to end well for you? He's lucky that one of those kids didn't get up and whoop him like just beat him, beat him. I, how do you come to answer? That's a good idea for a tape. I, I mean. Why, why? Why do you need to give the visual like lesson plan on that one? Can't you just? Aren't there enough like written and, and pictorial examples that you could give? <laughs> like I mean, Jesus, Dude, what? Oh God, that's so stupid! Like, how could you be that dumb? Honestly, how could you be that dumb? Exactly. Just... I don't know. And and what was that like a thing like back during the the slave era where? They were just randomly walking over people on on the ground. Like I don't even remember that from history. Sorry, man. What a I idiot. I just I don't know how you. I don't even know Jr. Like, how do you get? How do you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, knowing that you're gonna go to school with that lesson plan, and not like just go back to bed, like not just call it sick. Like, <laughs> oh Jesus. And we got
0: pure comedy, John. Soldier boy did know that Grand was a real thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's one of those things that if you're alive, you know about, right? Because it's every year, it's always on the news. Everybody talks about it, just like goofing around. It's like one of those conversation starters. You're in the elevator with four people you don't know. And it's Groundhog Day, and you, somebody's like, Oh, did you see the Groundhog Day? Saw a shadow. Everybody knows that, right? Just from being alive. Exactly. Soldier Boy, of course, shows how stupid he is once more. <laughs> it's just another another event in the long line of stupid events in Soldier Boy's life. Exactly. We get
0: this. What's up? What's up? What's up? Martin, Gina, and Pam... Reuniting, tease the hell out of a Martin comeback.
1: Oh God, I hope to God that happens. I hope that that was that show was great, dude. Exactly, and I hate the Tommys nowadays. But he's pe-
0: past the chicken wings. <laughs>
1: I used to love the, the security guard that he would play. You say that they used oh, to do boy, that karate. Be... <laughs> they do the karate moves in, like, the real tight pants. <laughs> exactly. It's terrible, man. Oh, that show was great. I used to love that show. Love it. Hey, I you hope they do it. Yeah, yep. He's Jerome. Oh, oh. Oh, oh,
0: oh. I said Jerome in the house. <laughs> I said Jerome with the house.
1: Yeah they, but what's his name? Uh uh Oh god, I just forgot his name. Cole No ball balls got those teeth though. Oh, oh <laughs> my god oh, yeah. Lorenzo ball, Lonzo Ball has got those teeth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Levar was like, never Levar. Lost. That's right Never <laughs> Uh I never whiffed flossed. on his whiffed on his name there, but that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh
0: man we had this one last week john we gotta get again baby mama drama rick ross's sister sends baby mama tia kemp a sketchy cease and desist letter for airing out his and her dirty lemon pepper trolls
1: <laughs> i love that lemon pepper <laughs> and how can a cease and desist letter be sketchy okay what is sketchy about it don't they just tell you like here's um person a has you know said that person b or the court says person a can be no more than x amount of feet in proximity to person b there is something ambiguous about it right exactly oh jesus salt and pepper (laughs) or no lemon sorry oh my god we got sad
0: shot bereaved by wow says erica minnow is the one who got away out here secretly engaged in Sierra before she got out with Future and now with Russell
1: Wilson. I thought we weren't going to have any uh, Florida men on this week. I mean, you're talking about Future. He's, I mean, he's like the king of Florida, dude. Well, he's, he's from
0: Atlanta,
1: but Florida loves more than Atlanta does. He's like Florida's, <laughs> like Florida's adopted son.
0: State song, <laughs> state
1: artist. <laughs> so we've talked about this before with Russell Wilson. He he's, he's kind of a cornball right yes like he just seems like i mean I, i'm not trying to you know throw too much shade at the dude like he seems like an all right guy he just seems like a cornball. like he's just one of those corny dudes that is kind of like he, he seems like the type of guy that says aw shucks like he's that's what that's right
4: oh, does awesome. he really
1: yes, awesome. you, yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that what an extreme that's, though for Sierra. Go from future to Russell Wilson. Maybe that's what she was looking for. She wanted like she had her time with future. So you know what? I need the exact opposite of this in my life right now. You know. But I love how Future Son is named Future. I love that. <laughs> he's he's the future. Future.
0: <laughs> exactly. We have the two-story warning, John. The two-story warning here. Get this. At the tender age of 84, Quincy Jones says he has 22 girlfriends around the globe. They all know about each other. He "quote I'm getting in. My man still on the on the on
1: the prior. What? he? Okay. If you don't if you don't know who Quincy Jones is, okay, by name, and there's I'm sure there's lots of people out there who don't. Th- that dude is like crazy prolific in musical scores for movies and uh, on stage uh, drama productions all kinds of stuff dude all kinds of stuff he's like literally like a musical genius exactly. okay. so it doesn't, doesn't you know I, well listen at 84 good for him I hope I hope I'm on the Quincy Jones tip when I'm that age I hope I'm doing the same thing
0: Exactly. And the final story, John, is good luck with that. Chloe Kardashian pleads with paparazzi to leave her exhausted, swollen, and nauseous big pregnant butt alone. Say, quote, I can't take the heat. I'm carrying a
1: child. <laughs> Wait a minute. You got to just run it all back for me because it's a Kardashian story, so I want to make sure that I, I understand yes. it completely. Good
0: luck with that. Chloe Kardashian pleads with the paparazzi to leave her exhausted, swollen, nauseous, pregnant, big, but alone.
1: Just quote, "I'm carrying a baby. I can't take the heat." So she, okay, out of the th- the three older sisters, she's the craziest one, right? You would think yes. And then, what's the other one? Courtney. Courtney, Kim, Chloe, and also a sister. A sister. Right, but, she, but she's younger. Yes. Okay, so I always got the impression that Chloe was like the wild child of, of the yeah, three older sisters. Martin,
3: Lamar
0: Odom,
1: and she's knocked up by Tristan. She's a, Jesus Christ, dude! She's gonna have uh, a deeper roster than the Hawks are come this time. Exactly. Come this summer. Exactly. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. I don't know, man. Courtney always seemed like the relatively normal one to me, but even she's, you know, probably is, you know, out there. I would think. Oh, all I think? <clears throat> yeah. And then I don't know too much about Kim. I honest, be honest with you. Whenever I see her, if she's talking, I'm not really paying attention to that. My my focus is on something else. Me, you both. I am with
0: you, brother. The force is with us. <laughs> <laughs> So John, in the boss report, celebrity boss Report.
1: What is your take on this edition of the boss support, my brother? I am telling you, I like the celebrities edition, man. I like it. I, I'm digging it. I wasn't too sure about it at the start, but I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm gonna keep it's gonna keep me, you know. I feel like I'm um, I'm back in the game, JR. I'm back in the pop culture game. I gotta keep my head on a swivel. I gotta know what's going on now.
0: Yes indeed, folks, JR and John. Boss Man Show, Boss Support.
1: And if you don't
0: get over,
3: get know him,